Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now that's a rocket, man. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Before we get to Elon Musk's latest rocket, which didn't launch today, but probably will this week, this somewhat troubling story, not somewhat troubling, it's quite troubling. The the main, well, it was supposed to be the main part of the story was they're going to arrest this ex-planned parenthood exec because of all the child porn he was into. No. So he's a big wig at Planned Parenthood in southern New England. They got on to him and his child porn usage. They're coming for him. He committed suicide before they were able to arrest him. So they got mm-hmm. that part of the story and, and, and you know people piling on about Planned Parenthood. Does that say anything about their employees and blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. But the other part of it is that it was a botched raid. They knocked down the neighbor's door first. Oh, boy. Five days earlier, members of the Special Victims Unit investigating the child pornography case broke down the door of his neighbor, handcuffed the woman before realizing they had raided the wrong apartment. I heard that and thought it was bad enough until I read the interview with the woman. Uh, she relieve, She relives being handcuffed every time she now walks down the apartment's hallway. And she says she was there with her four-year-old. Uh. She says, what if I had a gun permit? What if I came down the hallway with a gun when somebody busted into my house? What if I would I have gotten shot? What if my four-year-old had woken up? Would they have shot him? Uh, police entered her apartment around 6 a.m., so you're sound asleep with your little kid, and somebody busts down your door. Began systematically moving through the home with their guns drawn, she recalled. I started running down the hallway. It was just like a movie. They had guns and flashlights in my face. They put me against the wall and handcuffed me. I was crying, what's happening? What's happening? Officers repeatedly asked her, where, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? She had no idea what she, they were talking about. I was like, what, man? I'm here with my children. They asked, who's Tim? I said, I have a neighbor downstairs named Tim. And they, um, 
The officers noticed toys belonging to the four-year-old and then figured out they were in the wrong place and have since said, sorry about that. Where was that again? In uh, Connecticut. Hey. Uh, I'm not the suing type, and I realize people make mistakes, but I might be wanting a chunk of money from the city for that to make sure they don't do that. They're, They're extra careful in the future. You know, you could make the argument, you know, why don't we check twice that it's apartment uh, 203 or 303. Let's let's nail that down. Before we bust open the door at 6 in the morning, run through the house, guns drawn, flashlights in people's faces, you would be freaking more terrified than you've ever been in your life. And and tragedy could come of it. Like that poor woman whose name I don't recall in Louisville, right, who is... Killed when the police right. busted down the door looking for a boyfriend she hadn't had any association with for a long time. Bri- Brianna Taylor. Right, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, if you had a gun in that situation, like I got a gun at home, oh yeah, it could have been a completely different ending. Well, I don't know about you. When you are awakened by a loud noise, you can only barely comprehend what it was. All you know is that something woke you up, and if you miss the uh, police, uh, police, you know, which you easily could, you just think there are people breaking into my home. Right. Yeah. Anyway, wow. That's a rough story. I don't think we've ever done transition music in a podcast, have we? Is that a thing? Is it necessary? Let me tell well, you. Well, you mentioned you mentioned uh, rockets, right? And Rocket Man. I'll just sing you the, the Elton John class. I got I got a joke that'll get us there. I, Rocket Man, <laughs> Samuel Inventor, every blown. I was listening to that song the other day, trying to figure out why why does everybody love this so much? I love it. Everybody loves it. The words don't mean much to me. It's a weird story. It's just, it's a weird, it's, it's odd all the way, but it's just so compelling. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I guess that's art. It's like a poem, you know. Anyway, mm-hmm. heard this the other day before I get to Elon Musk's rocket. Do you know who Richard Belzer is? Comedian died just a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Most people know him. As uh, Monk. Detective Munch. Munch. Mm-hmm. On five different kinds of cop shows that he was on over many, many decades. As Bill Maher said, uh, Bill Maher, the comedian, who said that Richard Belzer was his idol when he was a young, up-and-coming comedian. And that, you know, Belzer never broke through at a high level. He was a pretty big deal. But he was too filthy for the times. He was too dirty for the times to, like, break through to that next level. But he ended up buying a house in France and living there the rest of his life by being a smart-talking detective, reading other people's lines. What an interesting career turn for a guy. But anyway, the New York Times obituary mentioned this, and I thought it was pretty funny of Richard Belzer. about uh, some critic talking about going to Richard Belzer show back in the 70s. And uh, Belzer was uh, famously, like, really rough on hecklers, didn't put up with heckling. And some guy yelled, I would not have had the stones no. to heckle Belzer. Are you kidding me? No. Be like jumping into the ring with Mike Tyson. You think you're so tough? <laughs> right. Anyway, some guy yelled out at him, hey, nice jacket. He said, thanks, I bought it on sale in your mom's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Wow. That's a good line. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Why do I find that so funny? Now, see, today as a comedian, I'd be afraid of the hecklers. You know, if you said a line like that back, they'd probably storm the stage today. Yeah, I'm I'm afraid. Not a safe space. 
Uh, so we were hoping today while we were on the air on the radio show that Elon Musk's rocket would go off, but he didn't. Elon Musk explaining how they're being extra, extra careful with this rocket because if something goes wrong and it blows up, it'll be a really big deal. It'll destroy the launch pad in a way a normal rocket would not and could hurt wow. people, even, pe- even though people are being miles and miles away, much further away than you are from regular rockets. So a couple of months ago, NASA... I thought I remembered this, introduced the world to the most powerful rocket that had ever been flown. That was a couple of months ago. Elon's mm-hmm. rocket is twice the power of that rocket. Double, double the power of that rocket. That's funny. I've not been following this story. That's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just a mondo crazy. And that, that's why they're being so careful. And he said it could uh, take a while. People are staying miles and miles back. Uh, the inaugural test, blah, 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 it's just going to go up 150 miles above their surface, come back down. Uh, the Starship consists of two parts. The Super Heavy Booster, which is a gargantuan rocket that houses 33 engines. And then the Starship spacecraft, which sits atop the booster and is designed to break away after it goes up. Uh, but, like, those great big giant engines that you see on a lot of moon missions or whatever, there are, like, three on the bottom. This has 33. Yeah, this is that's just crazy. So that's why it got scrubbed today and could get scrubbed many, many times because he does not want a blows up on the pad thing with this. Yeah, and I guess it's it's had a bit of a troubled history. Mm-hmm. But, you know, designing something that huge a leap forward is going to have a, a troubled history. That's what innovation is. I don't know anything about this, but I just feel like leaping forward by double in a couple of months is... Sounds reckless, but, you know, Elon's the rocket genius who's decided to spend all his time worried about whether or not, you know, this celebrity or that should be a blue check mark on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, I liked what you said during the radio show. It's like uh, Thomas Edison started writing an advice column or a gossip column for the, you know, New York Telegraph or whatever and spent all his time on that. Never got around to the phone. I have no time. The phone. I have no time for this light bulb foolishness. <laughs> light bulb. Sorry. Whoever. Fatty Arbuckle is on Broadway. <laughs> Some straight white male invented something. Well, oh, wow. Wow. This is your lowest moment. And that's saying something. Sometimes I just like to be provocative. <laughs> for no good reason. Even, even contrary to my own thoughts. Wow. <laughs> just like Richard Belser. Can't repeat that joke. Oh, that's a funny line. That was. Thanks, I got it on sale. (laughs) Well, I guess that's it. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon. Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.